Hello everyone, this is Janine Kubal and welcome back to my podcast. This is Easter week. Isn't that exciting? Okay, so as I was out and about and I was observing, you know, there's a rush to go get candy and food and baskets and eggs and, and let's go see the Easter Bunny. I mean, just to name a few, right? And the thought occurred to me that so many people, they don't know why are we doing this. They're just caught up in the fun stuff of it. But all my life, anytime there was something that was being done, I always wanted to know why are we doing it? You know, then you can celebrate the fullness of why we're doing it. And the reason that we are celebrating, it's because we have an eternal promise. We have an eternal King, the name of Jesus. It's all about Jesus. It's all about God loving you so much that he sent his only son so that you could be free, you could be made whole, and you could be have the promise of an eternal life. John 3, 16, and I'm going to read out of the English Standard Version. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Let's jump down to 3.17. God did not send his son to condemn the world, but in order that we, the world, might be saved through him. Jesus is the eternal king that reigns forever. He is lifted high for the whole world, and his name is all we need. The name of Jesus, it's so beautiful, and every tongue it must confess and bow to the name of Jesus because he has authority over all of it. And in him, you're going to find your peace. You're going to find your joy. You're going to find love. You're going to find healing for every situation and circumstance in your life. 1 Corinthians 13, 13. So now faith, hope, and love abide. These three, three, these three, the greatest of these is love. So this is why God did all of this. This is why he sacrificed his only son and that we celebrate Easter is because of the resurrection of Jesus, because he loved you. That is your answer. Jesus came because God loves you and he wants you to have life and life more abundantly. And it all started there. It all started with that love that God has for every single one of us. None should perish, but all of us should come to repentance and have everlasting life. No longer does anyone need to live in torment, fear, lack, pain, bondage, sickness, disease, or debt. Jesus paid the price for it all. And why? Because he loves you. There's no greater love. John 15, 13, greater love has no one than this, that someone laid down his life for his friends. First Timothy 2, 5 teaches, for there is one God and there is one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. Let's go to Hebrews 9, 15. Therefore, he is the mediator of a new covenant so that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance since a death has occurred that redeems them from the transgressions committed under the first covenant. 
that's what Jesus did for us. He was the mediator of the new covenant so that we could be free, that we could be in right standing and right relationship with God. God is not a man that can lie. He can't be in the presence of sin. And the beautiful part about what Jesus did is that when he forgives you of your sin, he sacrificed his body, he sacrificed his blood, he poured it out. And when he covered you with his blood and his body and took all of that on the cross, your sins were washed away. They were forgiven as far as the east is to the west. And if we do a study on that, there's no ending to the east and the west. That is so cool. So when he forgives you of your sins, he's not going to remember them any longer. They might come up in our mind because the enemy is really good at trying to send people or thoughts into our heads that remind us of who and what we are and what we've done. But God is like, what are you talking about? He forgave them and forgot them as far as the east is to the west. So Jesus came to set you free. And in the Old Testament, all the way up until the New Covenant, Jesus himself, he says in the, in the New Testament, that he is the mediator of the new and better covenant. And that is because in the Old Covenant, they, a sacrifice for sin always needed to be made. But the blood of animals, of, of a ram, a goat, a lamb, okay, those are just a few that I'm thinking of right off the bat, that those they temporarily covered our sins. So they covered our sins, but they had to be done daily. Can you imagine doing that daily? We don't have to do that anymore. We do have a new and better covenant because when Jesus forgave you of your sins, he washed them away. He didn't just cover them. He washed them away. So he is the new and better covenant. He is the mediator of the new and better covenant. He laid down his life for you so that you don't have to pay the price for your own sin. He paid it for you. What friend is going to do that? What friend? But Jesus, he is that friend that did that so that you should, ha you can have everlasting life and, and know that when you leave this earth, that you can hold on to the promise that you're going to go live with him in the heavenly realm, in the heavenly places, in relationship with him. It is never God's will that anybody shall perish, but have everlasting life. And we can find that in Psalm 73, 27. God's divine covenant is it's new, it's everlasting, it's irrevocable. It no longer do we need to sacrifice the body of blood and blood of bulls, goats, and rams. God gave his only son as the eternal sacrifice, the, the eternal sacrificial lamb that washes away our sins. Jesus came so you could have life and life more abundantly. We can find that in John 10, 10. God freely gave you his son, Jesus. Why? Because he loves you and he wants you to be free. He wants to bless you. There is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. And we can find that in Proverbs 18, 24. And this friend is Jesus. Because when you accept Christ to live in your heart by faith, you're one with him. You're unified in body, mind, spirit, and soul. Galatians 2, 20 teaches us, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live but Christ who lives in me and the life that I live now in the flesh, I live by faith in the son of God. 
who loved me and gave himself for me. Jesus is the answer to anything you may be facing. He leads you out. When you show up, you're in him and he's in you. So it's really him showing up. And remember, every tongue it has to confess, every knee must bow. You have his body. His body represents healing. So sickness and disease, it has to bow to the name of Jesus. The blood forgives you of your sin. So sin and death, it has to bow to the name of Jesus. Isaiah 53, 5. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. And upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. And with his wounds, we are healed. In him, you have his blood that washes away the sin and remembers it no more. Forgiveness as far as the east is to the west. But also you have the healing power in that whole package. And too often we separate the body and the blood. It was, it's a whole benefit package right there. If that was all that, that he had to give us, then wow, we are so blessed. But he's given us even more than that. Even more than that. Because God loves his babies. He created you. And just as a natural parent, we might disapprove of something our children have done, but we love them. God is love and he's your creator. So he doesn't want to sit there and beat you too often. People think that God is right there. He's ready to pounce on you and just hammer away at you and punish you. And then they run in fear. Well, that's what the devil wants us to think. That's what the world wants us to think. But no, that's not love. God is love. And He's not going to force himself on you. He's given us all free will to choose his will. So we can come into the agape love. And agape love means it's unconditional. It's unconditional. There's no conditions attached to it. We have to believe in our heart to receive Jesus as our Lord and that he forgave us of our sin and he healed our bodies and, and, and say, you know, he, Jesus is my Lord. And then you're set free. So we have to do, we have to take the action step of faith and accept him to come into our heart. God's not going to force it on any one of us. He's saying, here it is. I have a free gift. Come and take it from my hand. Come and claim it as yours. Own it. Take it into your heart. He doesn't want some fancy religion with rules and regulations. He wants you. He wants you to have a relationship with him. He wants to deliver you. He gave his only son, set in the form of man, to provide the eternal covenant sacrifice of his body. Jesus is the sacrificial lamb, the body and blood. You are healed. Take that by faith as you take the forgiveness of your sins by faith. We cannot separate the package. You are healed and you are forgiven. These are the major benefits. This is what Easter is truly all about. The love of God, the sacrifice of his son, Jesus, the birth, the life, the ministry, the resurrection, the ascension of Jesus. All of it is right there. Jesus has set you free. John 8, 36. He whom the son sets free is free indeed. 
we no longer have to pay for our own sins or be tormented by sin, sickness, disease, lack, feeling as though we don't matter or imperfect. Those are lies from the pit of hell that the enemy wants you to believe. It is not peaceful. In Jesus, you have fulfillment of peace. When he is your focus, there are even more sacrifices. Scriptures, I'm sorry. Scriptures that substantiate the teaching of this podcast. And I encourage you to read these scriptures. Study them all the way through. Do a study search on the, you know, for example, on the love of God, the resurrection, um, the life of Jesus. You know, go through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They're powerful. It talks all about Jesus and his healing ministry and the sacrifice that he gave of himself on the cross. You know, even the events leading up to um, the crucifixion and the resurrection. And just those alone in the resurrection, you can find that in John 19 through 21, uh, Mark 16, Luke 24. You know, the only way that you're going to get to know somebody that you're in relationship with is to learn about them, to talk with them, to spend time with them, to listen to teaching and preaching and and faithful words and, and spending time with other like-minded people and believers. You're going to get to know him um, in that way. And prayer is just having a conversation with God. Um, start there. He already knows everything, okay? And he's everywhere with everyone at all times. He's omnipresent he's omniscient you know so he's all-knowing but he wants to hear from you he wants you to come to him and 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 speak with him and talk to him it it, it develops a, a bond a relationship it and trust trust so just having a conversation with god and ask him to reveal things to you and he will he's faithful he's good he's just he loves you he loves you that's why we celebrate easter because he loves you so much that he sent his only son and we're celebrating the resurrection of christ into the heavenly realms where we can be free. We can be seated in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. He redeemed you from everything that the enemy has tried to oppress and suppress you with. Acts 10, 38, and he went around doing good and healing all who were sick, oppressed by the devil in the name of Jesus. He, he, he healed it all. He took it all. He, he, he went around doing good, good, healing all who were oppressed and suppressed by the devil. He set you free. That's what Acts 10, 38 means. He went around doing good, healing all who were oppressed and suppressed by the devil. That is powerful. That right there tells a lot. <laughs> I love that verse. I love them all, but I love that verse. So perhaps you're listening to this and all this is new to you, or you feel as though maybe you've fallen back. You feel a tug at your heart. That's God calling you. He's calling you to him. He wants to forgive you. And why does he do all of this? Why did he give his only son? Can you imagine? Because he loves you. God's love for you endures through every single circumstance, no matter what you've done in the past. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5.19 that God is no longer counting our sins against us. When God sent Jesus to die on the cross, 
He paid the price for your sin. So you're forgiven. And the only sin that will keep you out of heaven is not believing in Jesus. All you have to do to know that you will go to heaven is confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. That's Romans 10, 9. And, you know, it's, it's, it's never too early. You should never, ever wait. Secure your position. When we leave this earth, we're going one place or the other. We're either going up or we're going down. But we need to make our reservations very clear so there's never, ever any variation. It's too late when you get there and you haven't done this and accepted Jesus in your heart to live by faith. So if you're ready to make Jesus the Lord of your life, simply pray this prayer out loud with me. If you're not in the car driving, raise your hands, receive it. Don't worry about what anybody else thinks. This is, you're going to be the only one at the end of your life that you're going to be going to God and, and nobody's going with you. So Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus is your son and you sent him to pay the price for my sin. I believe that you raised him from the dead and that he is Lord. Jesus, come into my heart and make me new. Thank you for forgiving me of my sin. Thank you for healing my body so that I could be made whole. Amen. And for everybody else, Father God, we thank you for your, your selfless, sacrificial lamb. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you that we can be participating and partake in a new and better covenant because you so loved us. We thank you that we are healed from the top of our head to the bottom of our feet. We thank you for your peace. We thank you for your joy. We thank you for our best friend that sticks closer than our brother. We thank you, Father God. I declare and decree that there's no weapon formed against your people that will prosper. I declare and decree and loose the divine healing power from the top of their head to the bottom of their feet. I command that every organ, every ligament, every cell, every bone in their body go back into alignment according to the way that you created for it to be. We praise you, Father. We thank you for your word that we know that never fails. We thank you, Father, that we are aligned with you, that we are unified with Christ, and there's no weapon formed against us that will prosper in the mighty, precious name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We magnify your name, the name that is above every name, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for being our best friend that sticks closer than a brother and for all that you did for us. In your mighty, precious name, amen. Have a great weekend, everybody.